His Morning Crew with Rob, Allison, and Jim. Try it, buy it, what should you do? Why not ask His Morning Crew? It's a crew review. It's a crew review. It's a crew review. Dear His Morning Crew, I have a job where I have to go to a lot of meetings, and most of them are just a waste of our time. No one's listening. Most are on their computers or phones. Is there anything that would help make these meetings more productive? Sarah of Somerville. Sarah, there is, but you're probably not going to believe me that this is a real product. It's called the Experience Tube. It's a revolutionary analog device that connects one experience to another. So basically, it's a tube made out of stretchy striped fabric. And you have two people, and they each put their face in one end of this tube of fabric. So Rob and Jim are going to demonstrate it. Or Jim's trying to put it on right now. Well, so it will replace all peripheral distractions with an unbridled visual feast of stripes and laughter. Okay. <laughs> so nice. It looks like pajama bottoms or a scarf or something. You could double it as a scarf, okay. maybe a hat. All right, so look at each other yeah, through the tube. All I see yeah. is Jim's head. <laughs> Do you guys want to go ahead and have a private conversation in there? Not really. Because we yeah. can't hear you. You can't hear us? No. I want that, Allison. <laughs> <laughs> Don't look me in the eyes, Rob. It's embarrassing. But this is so the experience. Weird. You look like sunshine. Thank you. <laughs> so, yeah, just imagine looking at someone through a tube so all you can see is their face at the end of the tube. That's what this is. Can wow. we stop now? And apparently the company says awkward. that it's uh, a great way to jazz up office meetings if we can hear that. What? Rob, I know you, you can't You see have anything. something on my head. <laughs> I figured uh, you knew where to push, push the little button. This is messing up my Thank hair. Thank you. Having a hard time putting your heart and soul into meetings at the office? Let the Experience Tube help! It's soft, it's easy, it's fabric. Simply attach each end to a face and the tube immediately fills with experience. Guaranteed! Watch the office come to life as people actually connect with each other. Do you think it'll happen here? Will our office come to life? Well, it certainly did just a moment ago when Allison had that thing on Jim and I's head. (laughs) Is the meeting over, Rob? (laughs) No, just keep it on for a while. Okay. Yeah. I'll let you know at nine. Okay. The amazing thing is we actually have one of these to give away and not the one that Rob and Jim have already used. (laughs) Although that would be nice. (laughs) My nose is running. Oh, come on. Uh, so all you have to do is go to the His Radio Instagram, give us a follow, check out the picture that is really crazy of Rob and Jim wearing it, mm-hmm. and then uh, you can tag a friend that you would like to go into the experience tube with. That'd be interesting to know why you would even want to have the experience with that person. Yeah, I don't know. Wow. That's, this is It wasn't a good one. It, it, mm-hmm. Yes, it was. It was great. It was great for me. Thank you for the experience, Jim. (laughs) Check out the Instagram page for his radio. Rob, Allison, and Jim. I say, thy kingdom crumb. What comes to mind? My kingdom crumb. Eating. Okay, well, yeah. That's Jim is absolutely right, because that happens to be a food truck. And I'll tell you who the owner of the food truck is. It's Carson Wentz. And if you know that name, if it's familiar to you, it's because he's the quarterback of the Philadelphia Eagles, and he's incredible. This is a food truck, Thy Kingdom Crumb, that roams around the city of Philly, and it offers free meals to those who are in need. 
I think the biggest thing is sharing the love of Christ. You know, we're going to provide them food, um, and we, we believe that'll physically fill a need, but um, we want to fill a, a spiritual need along the way, and we'll just see with more donations and how much we can bring in to, to just provide, maybe a couple times a week, and, and Lord knows if this will, uh, you know, take off and be a multiple food truck type thing in multiple locations. We're, we're creating the blueprint as we go here, so it's pretty fun. That is Carson Wentz. He's literally in that food truck helping to feed the needy in Philadelphia, which is so cool. So here's the thing, too. Not only is he really dedicated to his faith in Christ, as you can tell by just how he was talking, the uh, Thy Kingdom Crumb, the nonprofit food truck, also partners with a local church. It's called the Connect Church in Cherry Hill, which is in the Philadelphia area. So they're partnering together to help people experience the unconditional love of God in a very tangible manner. And they're doing that through this food truck, and it's pretty awesome. That is awesome, and it has the best name ever. So it's going to succeed, right? <laughs> You're talking about the world champions? World champions? <laughs> Why do you say world champions? They won the Super Bowl. Yeah. You actually remembered. Most people don't. They beat the Patriots, so yeah. <laughs> Why does that matter? Oh, let's not go on to that subject now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Thy Kingdom Crumb. Really cool thing. It'd be cool to see something like that in every city in America. Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. The Comet Bus. That's like the Transit Authority in Columbia. They traveled from Main Street to Soda City Market. Later, they went off to uh, the Columbia Metropolitan Convention Center. Usual kind of a bus line, only the passengers were different. It wasn't people. It was things. Things like water and backpacks and clothing and cleaning supplies and other supplies for hurricane victims. Yet Kobe Albert is the executive director of Columbia Relief, and he organized this whole behind the pack the bus initiative that happened and told WLTX why they even did this. We know exactly the power that a devastating flooding can have. And that is exactly what's happening right now on the coast of North and South Carolina. So we know that those areas are going to need our help. And we know that those areas provided help when we needed it most. And so this is our time to give back. And they certainly packed that bus every seat was full and they want to get some more donations in so there's several places throughout columbia that are set up to take in some of those donations it wasn't that long ago folks in columbia were going through flooding so yeah. it is very fresh in their minds and makes them probably more sensitive to what's going on on the coast with the whole thousand year flood and now with these flood levels that happened uh and especially uh Fayetteville, spring lake we were just there now in conway with levels that were far exceeded hurricane matthew it's good they're doing what they're doing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's the good side of going through a, a valley is once you come out, you're more compassionate with those who are going in it. And so God uses you to help them. So these world shakers have gotten together to help out in a very, very big way. If you'd like to help out with Storm Relief, they have that posted on our website, by the way, hisradio.com. There's a way that you can help with Storm Relief. That's hisradio.com. Rob, Allison, and Jim. Stephen Bellissimo, or Mr. Steve, as the kids call him. He goes to Chick-fil-A every day, sits at the same booth, orders the same food. He apparently likes Chick-fil-A. He gets, uh, I think they give him like a 50% discount because they just really like him. And, wow. Uh, I know. He's living my dream life. Yeah, they don't really like you. <laughs> but uh, I guess 75% off. But anyway, then he had, then he fell and hurt himself, not at Chick-fil-A, but it kind of, he had to move in with his son because he was 99, 99. Well, uh, his birthday was coming up, so they surprised him when he came in because he was only coming in like once a week when he's living with his son. And uh, they surprised him with a surprise birthday party for 100 years. 
for a while. He came pretty much every day, sat in the same booth, rotated between the same couple orders, got 50% off every day, free coffees. Happy birthday. But today Aww. he turns 100, so we're throwing him a special birthday. Oh, I think, I think this is just one, one great surprise for me. I didn't expect anything like this. Isn't that cute? Doesn't he just sound cute? He is. You just want to sit and eat with him. Well, that's not all. They surprised him with even more. Mr. Steve, we want to give you Chick-fil-A for the rest of your life. So no more no more 50% off. You're getting free. I come here to Chick-fil-A free? Yep. Why Anytime you want. That is the best gift I could ever receive. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, I want to cry. I'm so jealous. Yeah, well, when you're 100, they'll give you Chick-fil-A for life. Okay. For the rest of your life. Yes. You got to make it to 100 first. He's so happy. He's, he's pretty alert for 100, too. It's incredible. He is. He's up. He's spry. He's walking around. It's a Chick-fil-A diet, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So you just got to eat more chicken, Rob. I will do my best. Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. We all love the baby sea turtles. We all do because they're so cute. Mm-hmm. Right? Adorable. There's so many movies, so many TV shows about you see them on the beaches, mostly in Florida, where they're just kind of like they hatch out of these nests and they make their way to the ocean. Well, you know, when they do this, they do it at night, right? Because they're, they're secretive. They're very introverts. But the thing is, their natural tendency is to follow the light, which would be like the moon or something out there in the ocean. Okay. But then with all this uh, construction of all these condos and, and uh, hotels on the beach, they had their lights on. So the turtles get a little confused, like, what light do we follow? Is what you're hearing them say all the time. So the uh, National Fish and Wildlife Foundation are making it uh, uh, better for them by putting turtle-friendly lighting on the porches, so like on the balconies and stuff. So the turtles go, okay, not that light. We're going this way. So more of them make it to the ocean because only one out of a thousand make it. That's really, really? That's pretty bad odds. That is. Mm-hmm. We don't tell them though because it discourages them. Okay. So don't say that out loud around the turtles. But uh, it, it apparently seems to be working. Light pollution has been reduced and or eliminated on many priority beaches. In some cases, disorientation has gone from 50% to zero. That's pretty good. I know, because sometimes when I come out to the car in the morning, I get a little disoriented. I'm following porch lights and stuff. So I'm going to talk to my neighbors, see if they can switch out their lights. So, so it's a more friendly light, so you yeah. actually go to the car? Yeah, and I can just drive down my driveway, and I'll be fine. Often wondered why you're late some mornings. I know, it's disoriented. Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. Don't drink the water at the Waxahachie Fire Department. Why? That's what everyone's saying, because one-fourth of the firefighters became new dads in the last year. Well, then. Yes. Fifteen kids have been born, seven boys, eight girls. The families say it's wonderful to be able to share this stage of life with their work families. It's a wonderful thing as a wife and a mom to be able to bring my kids up to the station and, and be able to interact with the other moms. There will definitely be some photo shoots. They already got all the babies together with their daddies in front of the fire trucks, and it's just a really cute photo that's going viral. But this, I think, would be even more popular. They're thinking about doing a calendar. With the babies (laughs) and the dads. That's pretty cool. I know. (laughs) So creative. Wow. Where is this? Waxahachie, Texas. (laughs) Apparently, they have a lot of fires there. (laughs) 
<laughs> Jim. I'm just saying. Okay. We better stop this before Jim gets a little wacky. Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. You've got a hand in these two guys. They're Jeb and Christian, and they eat at their local McDonald's in Texas all the time. They're college kids, and they have their regular spot inside the McDonald's. And then they noticed something that was just a little unusual at their table. On the wall above them, there was nothing. It was completely blank. But they noticed that there was something themed around the rest of that McDonald's and that there was posters that were showing people enjoying their meal at McDonald's. And so they thought, you know what? As we look around, there's no Asian people and we're Asian. So Jeb and Christian had an idea. They thought they would do this. We took a picture in front of the neighborhood event center because for some reason there are a lot of people in front of the school. Yeah, and then they put McDonald's in their hands, and then they ordered a 60-inch wide, 50-inch tall poster, went to Goodwill, found an old McDonald's uniform shirt that they picked up for seven bucks. They went back to that Mickey D's, hung that huge thing on the wall as if they were corporate employees, and it stayed there for months. And then all of a sudden, they Facebooked it and went viral. McDonald's got wind of it and said this in a statement on their own Facebook page. We take pride in highlighting diversity in every aspect of our restaurants. We applaud these students' creativity and hope to see them in restaurants again soon. Oh, and McDonald's was just so pleased about that and what they did. They gave them both, Jeb and Christian, $25,000 in scholarships for college. Well, that prank wow. paid off. It did, didn't it? <laughs> Man, I whenever I go in there for my coffee on Saturday mornings, I'm always putting pictures of myself up. But they and, usually run me out. So. And then they take them down. Yeah, that's terrible. And they charge me extra for my coffee. Aww. Not the same results. But you keep going. Yeah, I keep forgetting what happened last time. <laughs> that happens at, at your age. Mm. Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. Tammy's mom passed away unexpectedly, and in a crowd of grief, she began going through her mom's belongings. She found a treasure. It was a ring that her mom always wore. And then to feel closer to her mom, Tammy put the ring on her own finger. And then she began the task of sorting through her mom's belongings. She donated much of it to Goodwill. And after taking that truckload to Goodwill, she went home, looked down at her hand, and made a devastating discovery. And I looked down at my hand, and it was like pure shock. I couldn't even talk. I was like, oh my god, I lost my mom's ring. I, you know, I've been praying every day. and. So I'm hoping this answers and, you know, gives me a really good ending to this story. She says she triple checked everywhere they had been. She thinks it fell into one of the donation piles oh, no. that they took to Goodwill. I mean, the manager at Goodwill says they'll keep an eye out for it, but I mean, who knows if they'll find it by now. It could be at any Goodwill location uh, in Wisconsin, maybe even Chicago, because that's where she donated it. Um, she's offering a reward for the ring if anyone finds it, but you can see this story's not over yet, and she's still hopeful, but that ring would be man hard to lose. I so pray she finds that. I know. And somebody steps forward and said, we found the ring, because I'm sure it's all over social media by now. I mean, you brought us a story that didn't have a good ending? Well, maybe someone will help. 
Maybe it, these prayers will be answered. There's no period at the end of the story yet. Wow. <laughs> you watch. Tomorrow, Allison's going to tell us the good news of it all. All right. I'm waiting for then. Okay. More than just pretty voices. Gotta give it to Clyde Cooper's Barbecue Restaurant because they fed, get this, nearly 200 people in Bellevue. See, this is a place that got extremely plummeted by the hurricane. And so they went out and they fed people. They uh, fried up about 200 pieces of chicken, 40 pounds of barbecue sauce, and Debbie Holtz told WTVD why this was so important for her to do. It breaks my heart. It just breaks my heart. And these are good people. When you grow up somewhere and you see that devastation, with the water, you cannot believe it until you see it. Yeah, and it was horrible. I mean, we saw it firsthand last week when we went to Fayetteville and saw the uh, the rivers just rise well above even Hurricane Matthew status. It was devastating to see. So it's good that folks just like Debbie and her barbecue place is helping people out just by feeding them. I love that when people are hurting, we're like, let's feed them. Yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> That's brilliant. I know, because barbecue and chicken, I mean, that can solve a lot of problems. Yeah, all this is bringing out the good in people. It sure is. If you want to help out in the storm relief, you know, we were going to have our share coming up in a couple of weeks. So we delayed that because your need far outweighs our need here at His Radio. That's not going to happen until November. So now we get to focus on the storm relief. And if you can help out in any way, just go to our website. You'll see storm relief right there at hisradio.com. That's hisradio.com. Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. It's always great to have something to look forward to every week. You know, like me coming in here in the mornings. I just, I'm all giddy. I'm giggling throughout the house as I'm getting ready. Well, that's every day. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. And weekends, I'm just depressed until Monday comes. Oh. But it's kind of the same for these two toddlers in Arizona. Their highlight uh, is uh, like, I think, I guess once a week, maybe twice a week, I'm not sure. But they get their little lawn chairs, their little folding chairs. They sit out the end of their driveway and listen how excited they are. I think it's just the fact that it's a big truck and it's loud and, you know, it does cool stuff. Like it's got all these different elements, like where there's a claw coming out and they're picking up the trash. And I think it's just kind of a combination of them. <laughs> Obviously, it's the trash truck that comes along. <laughs> All right. They're so uh, cute. That is so exciting. I used to do that, and then my wife got embarrassed for me, so <laughs> she makes me take it to the dumpster at her business every week. So when I'm giggling, no one notices. <laughs> I want to hear you giggle again. No. Oh, come on. Oh, I get so too excited. So cute. <laughs> <laughs> Clap your hands and giggle. I'd have to have my little lawn chair out there at the end of the driveway. We can make that happen. <laughs> You're going to sit me outside? We're going to sit you outside. Watch the traffic okay, go by. Okay, it'll be great. <laughs> I can't wait. It gives me something else to look forward to. It does. Mm -hmm. But that's just a little trash talk. I thought that was good. Well, a little trash, trash talk. talk. Oh, trash talk. man. <laughs> Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. When the Harrisburg Fire Department gets an urgent call, they respond enthusiastically. Well, a call came in the other day. Not your typical emergency, but still very important. It was a mom. She was devastated because everyone that they invited to their three-year-old's birthday party bailed. No. 
except for one person. So she asked if she could bring her son to the fire station to look at the trucks, and they said yes, but then they went above and beyond. The firefighters pulled together to turn around this little guy's birthday and give him something to remember. When they arrived, there were balloons and cupcakes and 15 excited firefighters there to help this little guy celebrate. That is incredibly cool. Man, that always makes you nervous when you have a little party for a kid or his friends going to come. Because, you know, know, people aren't doing that on purpose. But, you know, everyone goes, oh, I can't make it. And we're too busy. And then everyone does it at once. So it makes me nervous. I'm a nervous person anyway. Well, just this weekend, um, we gave a present to a little neighbor boy who's having a birthday. And his mom said, oh, will you come over and have cupcakes because no one else showed up? And we were we went and we weren't even originally invited. <laughs> we were the only ones that came. But oh, no. it was really fun. So we had a great time. Wow, you're like a second string party goer. <laughs> I totally was. <laughs> I wasn't offended bench. because the cupcakes were amazing. So, hey, wow. I didn't care. Hey, there you go. <laughs> See, I can't go for that anymore. <laughs> Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. It is, uh, what is today, Tuesday? Yeah, welcome. Time to talk, to, time to talk about Chick-fil-A and, uh, and the drive through Now, we've heard things about people walking up to a drive through you know, that's like, oh, look what they're doing, look what they're doing. Now, mowing. There's a guy with a mower, one of those big uh, zero-turn radius thingy, blah, blah, blah. He pulls up to the drive through because, you know, he's mowing and he gets hungry. You can't all of a sudden mow back home, get your car, and come and do it. So he just kind of buzzed right on through. It was kind of a loud motor, though. I don't know how he had took the order. Probably had to turn it off, gave his order. So they sent a little Chick-fil-A worker outside the window so they could hand it to him because he can't quite reach it on the mower. I don't know if you try to reach the drive-through on your mower. That's tough. I know. So they went out and gave it to him. And, of course, they took a picture of it and then it went viral like everything does and uh the guy his name is john kirk frederick maryland thank you he said wow i've only been mowing for 24 hours and uh i'm already famous <laughs> i don't know if you can call this famous so but he I, just started the job so he probably didn't realize he wasn't supposed to do that yeah he probably got fired right after this <laughs> so yeah chick-fil-a wasn't mad at him though right no they are always happy it's probably their pleasure just to do that for them. <laughs> oh, cute. thank you. And that's just a wonderful story. Yes. Did he say mo pleasure? Oh, oh no. <laughs> Eat mo chicken. Oh, wow. It comes from to me every now and then. Yeah. I'm not the pun guy around here. Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. So there's this amusement park in St. Louis that is offering. An opportunity for people to win $300 and park passes. But there's a catch. You have to do something kind of crazy. I don't know if you guys would be up for it. Nope. You have to stay in a coffin for 30 hours straight. What? Now, there you can get out for six minutes every hour to go use the potty or whatever you need to do. They have meals, snacks, and drinks provided, as well as a phone charging station inside the coffin. So apparently that means you'll have access to your phone the whole time. You can bring your own pillow and blanket. I don't know. Would you guys do it? You have to pay to go and just sit in a coffin. At no, it's a contest. Oh, it's a contest. Yeah. You're, you're for, doing it. It's a challenge. For how okay. many hours? 30 hours. And you get 300, so 10 bucks an hour. Well, if you win, if you're the last one, oh my and if gosh, there's you more than zero, <laughs> if you're if there are more than one that make it through the 30 hours without getting out, then they put your name in a hat 
Is there someone already in there? No. Okay. You have your coffin to yourself. (laughs) But the funny thing is that a lot of moms are like, sign me up. Like 30 hours to myself sounds amazing. I don't know. I don't know. It'd be kind of noisy at a theme park. I don't know. I think it's pretty quiet inside. It's not good me time in a coffin. I don't know. Rob's doing it. Are you doing it, Rob? No. (laughs) That's kind of creepy, dude. (laughs) Well, I didn't tell you to do it. I'm just one. I was giving you the opportunity. I know, yeah. I know what you're going.